you're tuned in to the Neo Academy podcast. My name's Mark and welcome to another episode of Neo Ideas, weekly insights from the world of education. The Neuroscience and Adaptation of Virtual Reality Learning. Virtual reality is more than gaming and 3D movies. A growing number of K-12 schools, colleges and universities are investigating the educational potential of VR. But how does VR actually work and how can it be used to facilitate learning? Neuroscience has a lot to say about how we put our brains uh, into a virtual reality situation and how that helps them learn. When we put on a VR headset, we're effectively transported into a digital world. Our brains are receiving visual, auditory and other sensory input that tricks us into thinking that we're somewhere else. This is known as immersion. Willing immersion, you could say. Immersion is key to VR's educational potential. When we're immersed in a virtual environment, we're more likely to pay attention and engage with the content. We're also more likely to remember what we've learned. That's because immersive experiences activate the brain's memory circuits, which help us encode and store information. The neuroscience bit. When we learn something new, our brains create connections or neural pathways between neurons. These pathways allow electrical impulses to travel from one neuron to another, allowing us to remember and recall information. In a traditional learning environment, such as a high school, learners are often engaging with tasks set for them without actually being immersed in them. Why? Because there's only so much that can be done in a classroom. There are physical limitations to what can be done and how much equipment is available, as well as the fact that supporting experiential personal learning is a pedagogical skill which needs time to learn and develop. And we all know that time is in seriously short supply for today's educators. In virtual reality, learners are placed in an immersive environment where they can interact with their surroundings. This allows for a more realistic, authentic learning experience and creates more neural pathways in the brain because of the increased stimuli. In other words, VR helps us learn better and remember more information. Evidence of improved learning by virtual reality. An example of this is a study done by the University of North Carolina. They found that medical students who learned in VR were better able to retain information and perform tasks than those who didn't use VR. In the study, the VR group had a 34% increase in test scores, which is seriously significant. We can also see VR at work in in-flight training. A study conducted by the US Air Force found that those who used VR in their, tra their flight training had a 230% increase in task performance. Okay, so these examples perhaps seem quite easy to accept as rational uses of VR. Flight training has for years been done on simulators anyway, for example. So what about high schools? What about subjects that we might not traditionally associate with VR? How might virtual reality work for learners who are studying, for example, mathematics? A recent study published in Frontiers in Neuroscience used functional magnetic resonance imaging, fMRI, to investigate brain activity patterns while participants undertook a simple mathematical task in a VR environment. Now the task required the participants to identify whether a sequence of numbers was either odd or even and then press a button to indicate their answers. 
The researchers found that when compared to performing the same task on a computer screen, doing it in VR resulted in increased activity in the regions of the brain associated with visual spatial processing, working memory and attention. Now, these findings suggest that VR can provide an immersive and learning uh, experience that activates key areas of the brain involved in mathematical learning. While this research is still in its early stages, it does provide some insight into how powerful VR learning can be. But are there any concerns around using VR with high school students? Well, some experts have raised concerns about potential negative impacts of VR on young people. These include the potential for addiction, social isolation, exposure to inappropriate content. However, it's important to keep in mind that VR is still a new technology and we're just beginning to understand its potential impacts. As VR tech develops, it's likely these concerns will be addressed and there are reasonable counter arguments to consider. In terms of the potential for addiction, it's worth noting that VR can be used in moderation, like any other technology. There are also many educational and productivity applications of VR which can help offset any potential negative effects. For example, VR can be used to help people with anxiety disorders or phobias by gradually exposing them to their fears in a controlled environment. It can also be used for rehabilitation after injuries and to help people with conditions like autism or ADHD. As for social isolation, VR can actually be used to connect people who are geographically far apart. VR can also be used to create virtual communities where people with common interests can connect and interact. Finally, in terms of exposure to inappropriate content, let's just bear in mind that VR headsets can be equipped with filters that block out inappropriate content, just like any browser. It's also possible to create safe spaces in VR where only appropriate content is allowed. As challenges emerge, tech develops to counter them, and we can only imagine what will happen when whole-scale adoption of VR learning comes into play in a world where knowledge sharing and open source development is the norm. There are challenges, but the sky is the limit. The upward trend is not about to end. It's really clear that neuroscience supports the use of VR for learning and that VR can provide immersive and stimulating experiences that engage learners on a cognitive and emotional level. With its ability to create social connection and override the limitations of physical distance, VR does have truly great potential for impactful learning opportunities. As technology continues to develop, it's likely we'll see even more innovative uses for VR in education. And we'll do our very best at Neo Academy to keep you posted as this develops. In the meantime, why not check out our other articles and podcasts on the Web3 and Ed3 world? to learn more about how your institution might develop new opportunities in this space. On our website, you can click to see everything under our Web3 tag. And if there's something else you'd like to see, just let us know.